Welcome to the Joplin and Andrea podcast, where we discuss all things faith, family, and fun. I am Andrea, here with my husband and awesome co-host, Joplin. Welcome to our podcast. What's going on, everybody? Hope you're having a good start to your Thanksgiving day. This is our annual special Thanksgiving podcast, and we want to thank you for joining us and listening in on this Thanksgiving day. Hope you guys have a wonderful holiday weekend. We've got a pretty fun show for you lined out. We're going to try to keep it as short as possible. We know you guys have things to get to for your family Thanksgivings. We're going to be talking today about a mouse problem. That's right. That uh, took place while I was out of the country in the Philippines last week. Uh, We're going to be sharing some... um, I can't remember the word that we went with, but we're going to be talking about unusual things to be thankful for today Yeah, and finding ways to be thankful in uh, all scenarios. And then, um, man, after two and a half years of not being allowed back in the Philippines, we were able to go back last week and uh, do a lot of really incredible ministry there. I want to give you a brief update on that before letting you get to your rest of your Thanksgiving. So let's start with... Mice. Mice. Yeah. So... It seems like this stuff happens when I'm out of town. Oh, yeah. It but does. But this time our mouse problem was not in our house. It was in the church. Yeah. And so Andrea and a couple of the other uh, ladies at the church had to uh, try to, to catch these mice, get them out of the church. And it's actually a pretty hilarious story uh, how this happened and what went down. So, Andrea, tell our listeners what happened oh well it was actually so funny i think that we probably could win like big time on america's funniest home videos but so we had been at the church and we knew there was a mouse because there was a sucker and some just things you could tell it had been in one of the little closets and found the sucker so i set traps nothing it ate the peanut butter actually off all the traps i have this history with mouse traps it just they eat the peanut butter off and they're gone the trap never goes off so uh the next day we um i came and got a whole lot of traps because you see i have a lot of traps from our problem here at the house and we set traps with some tootsie rolls on it and then we set some like live bait traps where you know the mouse tootsie rolls comes in Uh uh-huh really yeah the tootsie rolls stuck on there good and so i think that helped us um so Anyway, next morning I called my coworker, Jennifer, and I said, hey, can you go just check the traps? Like, you don't have to take it out. I can help take them out, but can you just see if we caught a mouse? And sure enough, she found a trap that had a mouse on it. And so we're like, okay, good was deal. It, was it one of the ones with the Tootsie Roll? It was. Yep. That's mind boggling to me. Yep. Wow. But it had also carried a sucker off the day before, like one of those dum-dums. Yeah. So it was so. A, as apparently a mouse that liked candy yeah. got it sweet, sweet tooth, tooth. Okay. So, all right so we caught the mouse right and uh, i'm still at home doing some things before i go to work and um i'm actually on another phone call and i get this call and so i click over and she goes we need your help we need your help and i'm like what's going on they never call and just like holler that they need help um there was another trap that apparently had an additional mouse in it only this mouse was not dead it was just caught in the trap it's a live trap right it was a live trap and so um they picked the trap up to put it away and the mouse hopped out ran across the room into a corner and um uh, so i fly in the car and drive up there at this time they have barricaded this mouse into a corner it's it's under some stuff uh, but they have cork boards up and boxes moved and tubs around it so that if the mouse runs out 
He's not going to be able to get away from them. <laughs> they weren't quite <laughs> sure what they were going to do with the mouse once they got it, you know, like captured under something. But it was funny. Somehow this mouse dodges everything that they have, runs across the basement floor. Um, they think they have it quartered behind something again, and they moved the um, bucket, and there was a hole in the wall, and the mouse had went in the hole. So you never did catch it? So that mouse we never did catch, so nope. Oh, my. Um, yeah, so there's other traps set later, and that's for that mouse. But it If you was don't the... know what a live trap is, sometimes, <laughs> as in this scenario, people hear about them, and they're like, well, that's a worthless trap. But they do, they, they tend to work, they're a little more foolproof as far as catching the mouse. Mm-hmm. You've either got to release it somewhere later or kill it, but they, they, they're a little more foolproof at catching the mouse because... The mouse has to go inside of a tunnel yeah, and then to get the food. And then when it goes inside the tunnel, a door traps it inside of there. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, the traditional mouse traps, uh, you know, as has already been said, they can eat the cheese off of it or whatever. And a lot of times it, it, they don't get caught. Um, but the thing about a live trap is that while it closes that door, it doesn't kill the, the the mouse, and so there's a live mouse in it. Uh huh. There sure was. And she had no the the secretary of our church. She had no idea. Well, I did tell them before that that it would not actually kill them, but okay. they thought we just had one mouse. Oh, so, so she didn't know was, there was a mouse in it at all. She just picked it up and a mouse yeah. jumped out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, the dead mouse was there. Man, We're I wish like, that was we got camera. it. That would oh, be so it, funny. It is on camera, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's on our camera system and so i keep saying we need to rewind it and see it it's funny they're screaming on tables and it, it was pretty funny that and is so, funny well, yeah yeah so it was <sighs> quite the event um and with our mouse fiasco we had about every kind of mouse trap you could do so we set them all you're going to be professional mouse catcher mouse before it's all said yes done. yeah uh-huh. awesome yep well glad you all had fun with it yeah something like that sorry i was out of town uh-huh. Couldn't help. Yeah, but, every uh, time you're out of town, actually, like snakes. Crazy I things snakes. happen. I know. It's weird. Yep. It's just wild. Yep. Uh, last time it was a rat in our house. So. All right. So today's Thanksgiving. Yep. Let's talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, today we're going to talk about things, the difference between um, being thankful and giving thanks. And um, I saw this concept on somebody's facebook page the other day and it just really spoke to my heart because you know so often um life can be hard things can be hard and we get our you know mind out of focus but there's always something to be thankful for um there's always good things to be thankful for and so uh we're going to talk today about the gratitude of being thankful and even in your circumstances that might be tough um things that are happening um just there's always there's always something we can find in that scenario to be thankful for. Yeah. The Bible talks about that in uh, Philippians chapter four, where we're told, you know, no matter what circumstance we're facing with, no matter how hard it is to, to think on what is good and pure and Mm -hmm. true and noble and praiseworthy. And so um, that's a biblical concept of finding things and being intentional Mm -hmm. about being grateful, uh, no matter what circumstances we're going through. So, what are some uh, examples well, of what that might look like? One thing that it, 
really just touched my heart, but I'll go ahead and share it with you. The The page it was shared on um, is a pastor friend of ours, and his daughter actually um, has had cancer. And so in this, he had said, you know, that they were sharing this at their school and that his daughter said, you know, that she was thankful that her tumor was not growing and, mm-hmm. um, you know, still finding things in the in the spots that we're in. And um, it helps us just as people to keep going and to keep um, really keep our focus right in life. Yeah. If we can focus on the things that are good in it and the things that we are thankful that, you know, things could be worse, things could be different and and they're not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think uh, I, I first of all, it's a beautiful um, picture there. Uh, and sometimes there's so much we can learn from. Mm-hmm. the sincerity and purity of, of children and uh, they can teach us some things you know about um, being thankful for the small things in life and thankful for what is good even in in, in hard times and so uh, beautiful uh, shout out there Bella Bush is that girl's name mm-hmm. um, uh, so for me a couple things you know that I think you know I, I remind myself is that we're not told to be thankful only when things are good because never, I mean, I, I, maybe that's an exaggeration, but almost never is everything good. There, you know, there's, we just live in a fallen world and there's pain and sickness and death and <clears throat> anger and ultimately sin that abounds. And, and when you live in a world where that's the case, there's going to be a lot to not be thankful for if that's all you focus on. And so you got to really take a look at what's God doing in the midst of all of it. And, uh, you know, for me, there are a couple things that I've learned to consistently and constantly be thankful for. Uh, one is my family, uh, you and our children. Um, and I, I just know that no matter what tomorrow holds, no matter what comes against us, no matter what goes wrong, that, you know, I've got my family and, um, and I think that's an important thing to be thankful for. Um, there have been times, you know, Andrea and I don't really argue very much. We get along really well, but there have been times even when it might not have felt like everything was working well and everything was firing on all cylinders. I've always had that assurance that, you know what, it doesn't matter. Um, she's my wife. She loves me. She's going to be here with me till the end. And, and, and it's, some, it's like we can be thankful even if everything isn't going perfectly like it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do too. I think some things that, like, our constants is that, you know, we do have a roof over our head. And that we might have, you know, an unforeseen bill that we weren't expecting. And all of a sudden you have to fix a car you weren't, you know, wanting to fix. But at the end of the day, you have a car, you know, and you have um, a good job and you have. So, you know, there's always something to stay focused on that are positives and all of it. I know some like it makes me think during holiday seasons. I've talked to a lot of people that really struggle because they don't have great family or um, maybe they just don't have a lot. But at the end of the day, like those are just little things and they don't they don't matter if you can keep your focus on the things that you do have. I have good health. I have, you know, a roof over my head. I have food on my table. Um, 
you know, a lot of the, the places we go, they don't know where their food's coming from next. Yeah. And um, they are sick. We deal with a lady that, you know, has gallstones in Honduras and she has been doubled over in pain for quite some time. And so she's waiting to get into the hospital, but she doesn't have money. She's everybody else's mercy. And so, you know, we've tried our best to get her up to the front of the line, but there's just things over there that you have to do a certain way. And so that poor gal's you know her health has been rough for the last little bit but even you know her in her scenario she has things to be thankful for and so just keeping our minds focused on all the things we do have and that yeah. are going and it, well it, it really is a matter of the heart like you you, you, you can say these things like and, and almost um if, if you're not careful it's more like you don't actually mean it you just you know you, you're actually sad you're not thankful but you say that because it's the right thing to say and um, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about truly finding things to give thanks for, even when things go wrong. And a lot of times it's about perspective. Mm-hmm. I'll share one um, real life changer for me that happened about 10 years ago. And so in one of the things that used to really cause me uh, stress, and it's kind of silly, but it's true, was I used to really stress about how messy our house was all the time. And Andrea and I, you know, two different opinions on, on what clean is. Um, and the reason, there, there's two reasons that I stressed about it. The first, it was honestly the biggest one and the silliest one. And that's because I've got OCD about this stuff. And uh, without getting all the details, it's actually just part of my life since I was a kid. Like the only thing that I felt like I could control was the cleanliness of my space. And so, um, you know, honestly, some emotional problems there where when things aren't clean and in order, I start to get anxious and nervous and it like makes me feel safer and calmer when everything's in order. And um, that was my stuff, my junk, things that I needed to work through. The other thing was people do come over quite a bit to our, the Emerson household. And there was always kind of this feeling like, oh, you know, I don't want anybody coming over if everything's not in order. And it, I mean, it was a source of contention for quite some time. And I want to talk to you about change of perspective and how I've truly become thankful and, and just how nothing changed but my mind and my attitude. And the short story is this. Um, I changed my perspective on it all and, and, begin to see the reason my house looks like the way it does is because number one i've got a family of six and number two our home is open to just about anybody and wouldn't you know lo and behold our house happens to look most of the time like there are six people who live here and there are people that we allow to come over and spend you know and our house is open to you know serving (coughs) others and loving on other people and so my perspective changed mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I'm actually thankful that I've got a home. Like I'm thankful there are dishes that need done. That means we just had a meal together as a family. You know, I'm thankful there's clothes that need washed. That means we've got children living here that are active and that are out playing sports and that need clothes that need washed. And, and, and my whole perspective on it changed. Like, what would it be like to have a home that never need cleaned? What would it be like to have a home that never had kids throwing stuff around and leaving their toys in the middle of the living room? What would that be like? Well, it'd be pretty, you know, boring, boring. Yeah. 
And so um, I, the, it changed my attitude about it. It really did. Like my heart actually changed where I become thankful for some of the very things that once used to drive me crazy. Yeah, it's good. And so, you know, a lot of this is about perspective. It's not about just saying, oh, you know, life's bad, but be thankful. You could have it worse. That's true. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that, that we, we've got to find thankfulness for. And I think especially in the last two years, the, uh, the climate of division in our country, <coughs> the divisiveness in the political spectrum, the difficulty of the, you know, the first year and a half of COVID and lockdowns and masks and school closures and all that. Um, and I, I think that if there was ever a time that we as a people must be really intentional about let's stop and honestly yeah. think about what we can be thankful for, that it would be a game changer. And so that's our challenge to you guys on this Thanksgiving Day. We know, listen, we know it's what we do for a living. We're pastors. We know that you guys, a lot of you guys are going through very hard times. We know the holidays can be hard times. We know that family can be hard. We know that people are still struggling. Mm-hmm. But we want to challenge you and encourage you today. And this whole holiday season, focus on the things you can be thankful for. Yes. Yep. So find those things. All right. Moving on. Um, you just took a trip around the world to the Philippines. And so we haven't had the opportunity to be in the Philippines for the last two years because of COVID. They had the whole country shut down. So let's talk a little bit about the mission over there and how things maybe had changed. We're the same. What's going on over there? Um, awesome things going on in the Philippines. It was a blessing to be able to go. Uh, we, we had a a mission team over there when the Philippines came down in the first part of 2020 and their president said, you got 48 hours to get out of the country or you're going to be locked down for the foreseeable future. And it would have been about six months that we would have had people stuck there before they got home. Mamas that were going and wives are going, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had, yeah. Some teenagers over there, um, with part of that mission team, I think. And just, mm-hmm. yeah, we needed to get everybody back and they've been locked down since. So we were the first, we were the last team there and the first team back in with this organization that we work with there. It was a blessing to go. Um, man, you talk about being thankful. We, we went and um, visited a church plant. And it was a group of people that for the last year have been doing like a Bible study in this community that does not have a church. And they have officially been sanctioned as a church this week. Awesome. And we were there the week before to like kind of bless, try to bless them, encourage them. Uh, We brought a bunch of backpacks that they were able to give as gifts to the kids in their community with school supplies and that type of deal. (laughs) The house that they're meeting in, the house itself, the whole house is about the size of our living room and kitchen area um it is it is as bare bones as it gets and this is the the pastor and his wife uh the pastor's name is robert the pastor and his wife 
are using their house as the church. And so every Sunday they kind of clear the space and wow. they're just going to have church in their house. The The area that they're in is so impoverished. Um, it's just, it, it's, 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 I can't put it into words. I just know this, that here in this country, people would not go to church in a setting like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're watching these people slowly build a church from nothing in a community where there was no church. Yeah. And it's inspiring. I went to another church that has existed for um, a couple years now and also a mission church plant. They are meeting in a space that does have walls, but it does not have a concrete floor. It's got half dirt, half grass. The, the, uh, the roof is only halfway finished. And so when it rains, you get rain in the actual sanctuary. Like you need to have an umbrella for church. Wow. And the week before we came, it did rain. They still had 80 adults show up in rain to meet inside of a building that doesn't even have a, a concrete floor in it. this that's awesome it is so different and to see these pastors that are doing this type of work and being willing because listen not everything's like that in the philippines Mm -hmm. the philippines does have some really nice things including some of the greatest malls in the world yeah and so the people that are attending these churches it's not like they have no other option to travel you know 15 minutes down the road to get to a much nicer building and so these people that are making ministry work in these conditions were so inspiring to me. I told them repeatedly, like, we're, you know, we're supposed to be over here to help you guys, but I feel like you've helped us. Mm-hmm. And um, we come over with a mission team. I feel like I need to bring them back over to America to, to teach us what faithfulness and service is like and what being thankful for what little you have looks like. So awesome awesome trip to the philippines Uh, we had almost 70 people during that week um, that made a public declaration of faith in the lord jesus christ awesome i was blessed to teach or preach 12 services in a six-day span it was a it was a busy six days of ministry but it was awesome and so just amazing work going on in the philippines um what what our brothers and sisters in Christ are dealing with yet accomplishing is amazing over there just inspiring praise the lord that's awesome we're going to take awesome. a team again uh next summer uh probably august is what we're looking at we haven't set the date yet but um yeah if you're interested in helping us with what we do in the philippines you go to extramilemissions.org uh take a look at what we're doing there you can send us a message if you got questions you can donate if you want to help donate um, but awesome things going on in the Philippines. Super blessed after two and a half years of not being allowed back in yes. to finally have the door yes. opened. And so it was fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Sounds like it. And God did big things. So praise the Lord for that. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have for today. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Eat Happy lots of Thanksgiving. turkey or mashed potatoes or whatever you love. Whatever you love. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you next 
next month, we're also going to do a special Christmas podcast. I haven't decided exactly when that will drop yet. I'm thinking maybe before Christmas, maybe the week before. Uh, be looking for that. Until then, we'll uh, let you guys go. God bless and have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.